Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 143 of the Chamberlain and Chance podcast. My name is Chamberlain of InfiniteBacklog.com, and I cannot wait to play Red Dead Redemption 2. It's going to be fucking it is sweet. killing me so bad. Joining me this evening is Chance. Chance also cannot wait to play Red Dead Redemption 2. Chance writes the games of Chance at Blogspot.com. Chance, how are you this evening? I yeah, I, I can't really wait. Even though, like in my head, like what what game is Red Dead Redemption Two? I haven't really watched any gameplay. Like I haven't really watched a couple videos that they put out, but I haven't like seen a mission played. I don't really know. I'm sure I shoot guys with a with a revolver. I'm sure I ride horses, but I don't really. I'm not, I'm not sure how it's going to feel to play. So I'm very very curious. It looks, I, I have been on an intentional yeah. media blackout. I don't want to see anything. Because I know what I'm gonna, I know what I'm hoping for anyway. What, Alex what is, is here. What does it look like, Alex? It looks like everything you needed to be. It looks Alex a teensy, also to teensy bit more refined across the board, but just a teensy bit. Okay. Well, I was I was reading one of those uh, one of those Kotaku articles breaking like okay there was there was a wonderful huge follow up after we're gonna, oh yeah yeah okay so like as like almost immediately no the next day that we recorded the podcast like we recorded the podcast on thursday last week posted on friday i think it was and um and the, the day that we posted not the, the day before or the day after we recorded rockstar went to their rockstar put out like a, a company-wide email that said go go ahead talk on social media about your job here like you know don't don't sugarcoat anything. Please go out and talk about it because we have lost control of this narrative. <laughs> and and so a bunch of people went to post social media and said, "Yeah, yeah, it's all good, it's all good." And but uh, Jason Schreier is it over at Kotaku? I think it is. Um, reached out and said, "Like, look, if anyone wants to tell stuff about working at Rockstar that maybe you don't want to put on social media and you'd like to get out there anonymously, contact me, please." And so there was a much kind of more nuanced, in-depth look at what's actually going on in Rockstar. And it sounds like it's much improved over the first Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. But one of the one of the things that kind of stuck out in the article, first of all, it's, it's very different between studios. Some studios are terrible, some studios are decent. But one of the things that stuck out in the article was how often the Housers will say, you know what, this whole thing isn't working. We're going to start redoing this whole thing that's going to require... You know, thousands of people to wait to work thousands of more hours and will require other people to wait before they can even start working on their thing. Are you, are you talking about the black bars? Uh, well, that's one example. Yeah. That's definitely one example. Apparently, um, they decided at the end that they wanted to add black bars at the top and the bottom of their cinematic so that it would look more cinematic. And uh, and so that basically they had to redo every single cutscene. And I, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, and a bunch re- of other re- people. To redirect everything. Yes, and a bunch of other people like, had they had to re uh, they had to like reblock it, reshoot it, basically, and inside the engine, and uh, it just it just created a ton more work that no one was anticipating, and that's at the same time the article points I don't think it was the article maybe it was a commenter that pointed out that iteration is par for the course for making video games. You don't go with your first idea; you go with the idea that works, and that requires trial and error. But it's difficult to argue with the team that made the single. Most what's what's the word I'm looking for? They Single did Grand Theft Auto Five, yeah. Mm-hmm. They did GTA Five, and it's hard yeah. to argue with that. Highest grossing entertainment product ever. Thank you. Yep. That's where I was going for. Yeah. I was just a little tongue tied. Yeah, so, it's, it's it's weird. It's a it's a lot of qualifiers. <laughs> but my, I mean, okay, they made a shit ton of money. That's yeah, <laughs> and I'm I'm aware that um, hiring more people. Like, because here's my perspective. Okay, so we're paying all these people overtime, except for the salaried employees. They don't get overtime. They're just expected to work it. 
so we're paying all these unsalaried people overtime. Would it not be cheaper, or would you not get a better product in terms of the, in terms of the your programming, your your bug crunching, whatever? Would you not get a better product if the people who were doing that work were well rested and had a happy social life going on? I feel like the answer to that is double fine in that it takes them like three years longer to make everything. Yeah, but they they have a much smaller team. Yeah. Rockstar has the resources to have a potentially limitless team. They could impl- probably employ the population of Earth. <laughs> you know, they could have like two different teams. Like one gets like a th- like a two month vacation while the other rotates in and helps out. They could do something like that. Or they could just have people work eight hour shifts five days a week. But no, apparently that that's impossible. Yeah. So, yeah, and, I, and I don't believe that it's impossible. I no, don't know. It, it is. It's not that it's impossible. It's that it's so ingrained. And this is this goes beyond just the gaming industry. It's just the standard American culture that that deifies working too much. Uh, in and, Japan too, it's huge. People work yeah, themselves to yeah. death, literally. I mean, yeah. so it's it's not. This is not specifically a game industry issue. It's just more prevalent because we're more willing to talk about it. More people come out and confess it. Maybe I don't know. Well, I mean. How to put it? Well, maybe it's because um, uh, games have an enthusiast press. True. True. Like, and I, and there is like a. I'm sure there there's there's a press for like business, like Business Insider. I'm sure the magazine exists. There's there's enthusiast presses for a bunch, but business in general, they're not going to be articles about how wow it actually sucks to work at Google or something like that. It's going to be articles like Google stock is going up. Yeah. Yeah, and here's how they're attracting people. Or something. They're closer to, like, movie studios. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the the games industry is, inter- or the games enthusiast press is, we really like kind of catching people with their pants down <laughs> and saying, aha, you're actually an asshole <laughs> or something like that. We, we really Surprise. love... Yeah, we, we, we really love that in the games industry. And um, so, but at the same time, that Kotaku article... I was really glad to hear that it sounds like some conscious steps have been taken, uh, that it that it was a much better experience for most people. Is kind of the impression I got than the original Red Dead Redemption was. So but you feel still... a little better plunking your cash down. Is what you're saying? I absolutely a do. Bit. I absolutely okay. do, and I'm I'm kind of more hopeful that things will continue to improve at Rockstar. Well, because it'd be think... really nice to feel totally positive about yeah. your games. Honestly, I, I don't. Though, I, yeah. Red Dead Two is not going to make GTA Five money. Maybe. Yeah, you said that. Uh, you know, you said that before. We don't know. I, we don't I, know. I doubt it. I don't. Well. Well, we'll here's see. the thing. California. California. Okay. The Old West is maybe a fantasy for quite a lot of people. A lot, like you know, Westworld. Why not? Like a lot of people want that. Want that fantasy experience. But a lot of people around the whole world want to go to California. Yeah. And you know, Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. But well, um, I don't I don't think anything serious will happen to Crunch Lifestyle until there is a union, a union that can negotiate and shutter businesses that choose to do it. Yep. And until that happens, it's just going to be a thing that maybe some companies are good with it, but it'll keep happening and people will keep lying about it because they need to keep their jobs. Well, I... Unions can be very, very good, and they can be very, very bad. Yeah, no, no, they can go either way. Mob corruption, all that jazz. But um, there's got I, to be a happier medium than this. Than no representation. Yeah. Than yeah. every man for yeah. himself, and therefore every man gets nothing. I mean, yeah. theoretically, all political systems break down, but it's still worth voting. 
One thing I found really edifying was yeah, don't uh, don't egg. don't <laughs> egg voting right now. Yeah, go Jesus. vote, everyone. Fucking vote. And Jesus bring Christ, two I'm canvassing. I'm canvassing on Saturday. Good. Yep. Uh, let's hope it's not for nothing. Um, where the fuck was I going? I don't even remember. Uh, Alex, what are you even playing? <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about just like um, uh, corrupt unions. I know. I know. Yeah, I but we were. were we were veering dangerously in the in towards the direction. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah crushing yeah. reality. Okay, yeah, um, that's that's no you've been fantasy. Back to fantasy. You've been I have been playing XCOM. a lot of XCOM. XCOM Holy 2? crap! I forgot XCOM how good XCOM 2 specifically. 2. Yes, yeah. indeed. It is somehow magically running twice as well as it ever has. Hey, patches. It's weird. It is weird. Like it's like apparently like when you see something using like a hundred percent of your GPU, that means it's like perfectly optimized and it's doing that and it's not even giving off heat. Mm. Nice. Inquisition gave off heat. So like whatever whatever mojo they put in there was totally worth it and waiting maybe three years for. Uh War of the Chosen still good. Uh man, I just I have to, I pretty much said everything I can. It's just a game I could play almost twice a year. I like think you do. I, I I have. <coughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. Are you getting Red Dead Redemption on launch? I think I have to, yes. Yeah, you do. You do. Mm-hmm. You really do. <laughs> do you have 100 gig space? I'm sorry, I 200 least... gig space. Well, you, uh, you we were talking about uh, how like the Xbox version only has like 80 gigs, and that's not too difficult. Yeah, Xbox is a little smaller mm-hmm. for some reason. It's already preloaded. I was looking at it, being coveting the bits that are already on my hard drive that I cannot actually touch for a couple more days. It's not fair, but it's there. So that means as soon as it unlocks on Friday, I'll be able to touch it, play it, which is good. Like, I'm seeing all this stuff about preloading it. Like, you can already preload it on PS4. Yeah. And I find that very appealing, like the idea that, you know, tonight I I turn on my PS4, I say, okay, start downloading, I leave it running all night, get up, go to work tomorrow, by the time I get home, it's probably done. And, uh... But I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to let my game stop down. <laughs> yeah. No, come on. No, it's really like it's I have, inevitable, I have, dude. I have a certain amount of loyalty to this particular store and the people who work there, and I, I want them to do okay. I want that store to remain open, even though I barely touch anymore. I just don't want to give too much of my custom to Amazon. I try to rely on Amazon for things that I definitely need conveniently delivered, like ASAP. It's already Two over. Hours. Just lie back. It's more comfortable that way. <laughs> no. no, it's over. Retail space is done in mm-hmm. five years. That's, that's going to go away. Shut your mouth. We didn't just monitor you. We made a profit monitoring you. Amazon. <laughs> yeah, I, I keep on I keep on getting things on my Twitter feed about this, like, Go Go Ducker search engine, I think it's called, or something. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's about a search engine. It's a search engine that um, it's whole, it's it's entirely built on not... Not mon- not really monetizing your searches at all. Not maintaining any sort of data on you. That's and, nice. Yeah, not not doing any of this Facebook, Google, big data thing. And it still does targeted ads, but those ads are targeted to whatever you're searching right now. Oh, good. Yeah. So this guy typed in washer. He's going to get five ads for a washer for a washing machine, and and that's it. That's it. That's does all it can it, do. Um, does it does it filter that out adult fantastic. searches? <laughs> I I didn't try the thing. I just keep on seeing it in my in my uh, Twitter feed and thinking, mm-hmm. I like that. But so much of my shit is tied up in in the Google platform. Like, yeah, uh, it's it's scary how much it knows. Like, I've changed computers and just like logged into my Google account. And, and hey, all every, my, everything's there. Everything, everything and the thing is, is that's so fucking convenient. I will give you my privacy for that. That's true. I, I wasn't really doing anything with it. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what I like to search for. Oh, yeah. no. So. Oh, no. I'm right, well, horrible, just like everyone else. Yeah, it's just I, I have my own particular tastes of horribleness. That's all. And Google knows. So. Google knows. Here's the thing. Google knows it about all of us. So. Yeah, that's true. So last week, I, I, I said that I was probably going to start Spider-Man. And you should have. And I didn't. Why didn't you do that, James? Because I was afraid that I wouldn't get it finished by Friday. I didn't want to leave it hanging once Red Dead came out. Well, I mean, so, that's, that's kind of so thing because heroes don't have hearts full of fear. Uh, a hero would have hero. tried. No, I, 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 I didn't even start it. And, and it worked out okay for a couple of days because, like, on Friday night, I got a phone call saying, hey, come and drink beer and play Magic. I'm like, okay, that sounds like a good time to me. So I went and drank beer and I played Magic. It was good. And then on Saturday, the boy said, I want to watch a movie. So we watched Rampage together, which is a movie like designed for 12-year-old boys, 100%. Yeah. It's so okay. I'm not knocking that, it. That tracks it, with the original? Yeah. It was, it, was a, it was a decent time. It was stupid. It was funny. He had a giant gorilla flipping off the camera. It was pretty funny, actually, in parts. Um, Dwayne The Rock side, Johnson? Side note, did you know that The Rock had the ending of that movie changed? What? How? What was the original ending? George dies. Fuck that! And, and, <laughs> and, and Dwayne is like, no, happy, happy ending. Yeah. Or I'm not doing it. Yeah. And he good. was right. Honestly, he was Absolutely. right. Absolutely. Man, if that gorilla had died, fuck that. No. Pointlessly dark. Pointlessly yeah. dark. Like, you gotta have, you gotta have, first of all, your heroic animal, your heroic giant animal happy at the end of it. Second, who's gonna be the hero in the sequel? What? The Johnson again? I like yeah, but 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 let him let him you know dangle along with with the giant gorilla. That's what I'm here for is the giant gorilla. Yep, yep. Yeah. and it worked out pretty well with him just just basically playing dead and fucking with him. That was actually very funny. That funnier was, than it needed to be. Funnier yeah, than it needed yeah, to be. It, it was it pretty had, good. It it was CGI, but it had heart. Yeah, just, no, just, I, just I, a little he bit was of pretty it. good. Yeah, yeah, I thought. I mean, for for the couple of bucks that I paid to rent it on Xbox, whatever, it was it was fine. It was a fine. A fine hour and a half of giant monsters knocking Chicago down. <laughs> uh, I gotta look this up more. There's so, a movie I saw just on Netflix starring Margot Robbie called Terminal. Okay. Terminal. Alex, are you familiar with this? Is it she has a terminal illness? No. Okay, no. so 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 check this out. Um, I wanna make sure that this is the guy that I think it is. Yes it is. Okay. Margot Robbie stars. Oh, is S- it like really stylized? Kind of. Uh, Simon yeah. Pegg. Simon Pegg hmm. co-stars. Dexter Flesher. Do you remember the guy who played Soap in Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels? Oi! Yes. Keep your fingers out of my soup. He's in there, too. Uh, okay. Mike Myers. What? I didn't he acted okay. anymore. Has a small role through this entire film. He was in Inglorious Bastards. Yes, he was. He was. A very small role in Inglorious Bastards. Doing the, pretty much the same fucking accent he's doing in this movie, too. <laughs> That's so, pretty good. Yeah. So, Margot Robbie... Uh, starts the movie by having a phone call with, like, the guy who runs all the crime in this town. And she knows that he's hired a couple of hitmen. And she makes a deal with him that she will, um, that she will prove that she's better than the hitmen he'd hired because she will pit them against themselves and kill them both. And then she will have all the, the big bosses, uh, hitman work in the city. And the, the hitman agrees. And so begins a really charming movie 
where you don't exactly know why Margot Robbie is doing this. You don't really think she actually wants to be a hit woman for the mafia guy. But all of the guys that she's interacting with, you can really tell are terrible people. Mm-hmm. Um, Simon Pegg d- delivers a, a great performance as this guy who comes across as kind of empathetic. But the further, you, the deeper you go into him, the more you more the realize there's something monstrous there. And the whole first three quarters of this movie is like, I'm really looking forward to where this is going. I know that Mike Myers character is more than he seems. This, this this is a great cast. Margot Robbie is killing it just like she usually does. I'm really enjoying this. And then at the end, they add in all these fucking complications that didn't seem Uh, to exist. For example, nothing else in the previous hour and a half of the film would have required the explanation of twins. And yet here are some twins. And okay. it's not it's wait, not wait. even two Margot Robbies? I'm not I'm not saying who are twins. It's I'm just be. I'm just saying that there is a twin situation that that, uh, that was used to explain nothing. Like yeah. nothing there wasn't a situation where people were like, well, she couldn't have been in two places at once or he. Like that didn't come up. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean there there is only one movie that's earned that and it's the prestige. Yes, the prestige fucking did it. Like that yeah. was I will wa- I actually rewatched the prestige like once it's a year. It's magnificent. It's and and uh uh Nothing is impossible. Merely expensive. Like, <laughs> God, I love. Oh, it's it is really really good. And um, so yeah, uh, Terminal is is very much like that. What was that other noir on Netflix? Mute about the. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. It's very much like Mute, where the style of it is really good, and you love the actors, and you like that they're given something really kind of pulpy to do. But but I think it, you're it gets just to describing. The end and it's like man, that's a, yeah. that's pretty much how I describe Ant Man and the Wasp. Hmm. Ant-Man and the Wasp was... Did we talk about this last week or did I just see it? No, I think we just... No, we didn't. We didn't. Here, yeah. Yeah. Do that first and we'll get to the the cavalcade of terrible games I played because I didn't play Spider-Man. Cavalcade is a good description of it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, okay. So, I mean, it was okay. It was okay. I think I liked it better than you, but yeah, you're not wrong. Everything you're saying is right. It was kind... It's it's a C plus, but I liked it. And and very, very formulaic. The only interesting thing about it was, uh, was Ghost, the character of Ghost. And Even her, once, I thought, was kind of tired. And once you kind of understand what her deal is, that yeah. feels that feels so been there, done that. The whole thing yeah. felt very been here, done that. Except every now and again, the comedy just sung. Yeah, it did. Just like the first one. Uh, the, the, best, the, the best part of it was the comedy. Yeah, no, like the, the Louise story, like for mm-hmm. like a minute and a half, it t- turns into like not just like a funnier movie, but like an Edgar Wright movie. Oh, every like, time they, he's on screen, it's better. Yeah. And it's just like, he didn't, like, you know, famously Edgar Wright was going to uh, direct the original Ant-Man. Some stuff stayed in the script. But the fact that there's, like, another Louise story and he did all the, like, zoom-in shots tells me that, like, there's no love lost between those dudes. They t- still, like, totally respect each other. And I like that. To say that there's no love lost implies that they hate that each I... other, for the record. Oh, shoot. Yeah. That no love lost that. between these fighters. They don't care for each other very much. Then the opposite <laughs> of that. My apologies. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no hard feelings. Would I think is what oh, jeez. See, that's what I was wanting to go for. The action I found like, yeah, I, I'm with you. The, the CGI wasn't as eh. like the only time it became interesting was where the shrinking came into yeah. it. Yeah, and it was only like kind of momentarily interesting. And when it's actually Ant Man fighting someone with the wasp, it's it's never as interesting as it was in the first sequence of the movie when you realize that the wasp is beating the shit out of people. That, that was, was cool. Re- okay, the, the kitchen fight was great. Yes, that was cool. 
and and the salt shaker. But we yeah. saw that in trailers. We saw all the best shit in this movie in trailers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did. And and there's no reason. There is no fucking reason. We spend the first 20 minutes of this movie establishing that Paul Rudd is a good guy who genuinely loves his daughter, who can't wait to get out of house arrest so that he can spend time with his daughter. And then, oh, Evangeline Lilly shows up. Uh, I'm sorry, daughter who? I guess I'm hanging out with you now. And yeah. he just he just throws away, he just totally risks the rest of his life with his daughter to help people who abandoned him. Yeah. Totally abandoned him. And I like it makes no sense. It's completely contrived just for the plot to move forward. Um Is he in house arrest because of Because he helped out Captain Yeah, because he helped out Cap- Captain America. Okay, from Civil War. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I'm catching up on these things. Violated the killer no, it's, it's 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 getting it's getting weird. That's why they had to kill everybody to reset it. Yeah, no, yeah. We gotta simplify. You think everybody's coming back? Ha ha. No way. I mean Chris <laughs> Evans already gave up the ghost. <laughs> yeah, but not officially. I mean, come on. What did he say? Did he did he say that he said it's, he's had a great time, and he's basically said goodbye. And it's like, well, shit. It's time for him to play a sexy cop on TV. I think we can all agree on that. Uh, or a doctor, the... sexy doctor. Mm. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. The world needs more of those shows. Sexy fireman with Chris Evans. I'll take it. Come yeah. on. Yeah, he can make. I have work. to fill the Hugh Laurie space shaped hole in my heart somewhere. And Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah. well, there was going to be a Snowpiercer movie or TV show. Seriously. How yeah, did that even work? Died. No, that it was a shitty work. idea. And it yeah, I was going to say, Snowpiercer yeah. barely held itself together for its two hours. Yeah, barely. Actually, no, it didn't. It fell apart in the last 15 minutes. Speaking I of... did like the last car. Mm. The no, rave I mean, car. I, I, yeah, I liked... Yeah. I love that movie. I think Snowpiercer That's was great, really cool. yeah. Yeah. Like, there's your Bioshock movie. But And speaking of Ooh, uh, movies... So actually, right. a good point. Speaking of movies with Tilda Swinton, I've, I read, like, four articles on the new Suspiria today, I think it's called. Suspira? Uh-huh. Suspiria, yeah, yeah. I kind of really want to see that movie now, just yeah. to see this Tilda Swinton performance as a man. I bet, I bet she's great. I bet she is. But then I'd have to watch like all the gross shit that happens in this kind of horror movie, and I don't want to see that. I just read about it, and it grossed me out. Hey, hey, this is one step closer to her finally doing a Conan O'Brien impression, and I need to see oh, that. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> Wouldn't it? I would love Oh, my that. God. <laughs> like like she they're she, they're interviewing each other and the lights go out and they switch places and you can't tell. <laughs> Tilda Swinton's that's not being not very human. kind to Tilda Swinton. She's, no, no, she's not. she's not. She's got a very distinct look. How does that sound? No, it, it's been a running gag on that show for like fifteen years. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, they look that. almost exactly the same. It's terrifying. In certain pictures. Well, certain pictures, sure. Yeah. Hmm. Get the lighting just right. Yeah. So Dye the hair color, you know. I hear that Chamberlain played some really shitty video games. Uh, I did. I did. Because I can't have nothing to do. I mean, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't want to play like a Game of the Year contender like Spider-Man when you could play shitty, shitty games. I am showing that game respect by not wanting to start it and not finish it because I know that if I hadn't finished it by Thursday night, it would get put aside. And never touched again. Yes. Because once I spend too too much time away from a game, I never go back to it. And I want to play all of that game. I believe you. I believe the hype about Spider-Man. Okay? I I cannot make myself go back to, uh, what's it, Monster Hunter. Oh, yeah. Well, you didn't like that one to begin with. No, I I just got over three hours. I'm like, well, shit, can't give it back. (laughs) Yeah. So... I just kind of went through the list of things that I haven't played yet, that I've purchased and haven't played. And I thought, well, it's October. Let's try Agony again. No. And I bet it's much better now. Uh, yeah, no, um, you, you loved it the first time. No, no. So 
they fixed the screen tearing. Okay. And they fixed the audio problems. And all that's left is a terrible game. Okay. <laughs> Remember those really stupid puzzles in Hellblade? Yes, I do. It's kind of got those. Uh, Remind me like of you have to look around the environment are. for shapes. You have to uh, look around the environments for a specific shape. And in this one, you have to like draw the shape on a you know a board with blood or something like that because it's an agony. So it's going to be gross. Yeah, it's 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 dumb. Um, and th- there's a lot of stealth in it, but there's no indication of when they can or can't see you until they actually just kill you. Um, the voice acting is terrible. The level design is dumb. Even with the ability to pl- like hit R3 and have it give you a path of where to go, that little path thing gets lost half the time. So it's okay. like even when it's trying to tell you where to go, it doesn't know where to go. Now, does this, does this Agony game have any kind of pedigree? No. Oh, okay. No, so these no. are just a bunch of people who are like, we could do this. Exactly. That's no. what it was. And and way back, like a year and a half ago, when I first saw it, I looked. it looked a little bit interesting. I'm like, okay, that could be a little bit different, a little bit gory, a little gooey version of hell. And no, it's just, it's it's not worth it. So I, I got further this time. I played it for like an hour. And it just, I mean, I couldn't take it anymore. I could not take it. If only the title would have suggested such a thing. <laughs> Yeah, I should have listened to the. I should have listened to the title. So yeah. I actually uninstalled it. I'm like, I'm not going to look at this game anymore. I'm not going to, you know, have this come back to me again just in case. But then I was left with like nothing to play. So all Xbox users have a free two week subscription to Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. There's like a hundred games in there. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to cash in my free two weeks and go through Xbox Game Pass and see what I can find to play. And the first one was actually a new release. It was called Sinner. And Sinner is basically Dark Souls boss rush. Okay. Um, very, very difficult bosses. Um, all about invinci- in, you know, your invincibility frames and your dive rolls. But the problem is, I may not like Dark Souls in general, but I acknowledge that a lot of the monster design is really good. It is. Okay. And the environmental designs are really good. There's some good artists, very good artists that work at From Software. There are no good artists working at the company, that, See, the house that made Sinner. Oh, boy. So you've got stupid-looking bosses with no lead-up because it's like you walk up and you fight a boss. It's one hook was that when you go and start a boss fight, you have to sacrifice something. So you are, you are as powerful as you are going to be at the very beginning. You've got all your health and all your stamina because, of course, it's a stamina bar. You've got all your weapons. And when you start a boss fight, it takes something from you. Now, do you Which, get to pick what it takes? No. Oh. At least, not that I got to, because I only tried to fight one boss, which is so disgusted with it, I gave up. Well, then I, one I, can imagine different. that the game is kind of yeah. balanced in that direction, right? I would think so, but it's just, the boss itself was just like, here's a circular arena, he throws poison things at you, dodge all this, at the halfway point, his attacks change, and if you die, you start over, and I just, I couldn't get into it. I, there, was, there was no investment, there was no interest, it didn't even look interesting. Like the game punishes you for finding bosses. Yeah. I mean, it's it would be nicer if I could choose what to sacrifice. Like, okay, I'll give up some health, but let me keep my stamina yeah. bar. Right. Or I'll give, yeah. up, I'll give up my broadsword, but let me keep my longsword and my shield. But there's no choice. It just takes. Hmm. So, yeah, I didn't pay to play that. I'm glad I didn't pay to play that. I let it go. It was done. 73% on Metacritic so then I went, with only five reviews. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty small game. Um, 
whenever a game goes, whenever a non-first-party game goes free on Game Pass right away, you know that something's a little, little up, I think. So I went back to the list. I'm like, there's a hundred games on here. I have to be able to find something to play. I'm like, oh, I, I find there's a couple of Neo Geo classics on there. So I downloaded Samurai Showdown 2. Okay. But it's missing any options. There's like no options at all. There's no move list because I don't remember these moves because this game's 20 years old. Mm-hmm. And you can't adjust the AI. So by default, it's on fuck you no, difficult. No, it's, it's on the original game. It is the original game. It's not an upport. It's not a remaster. It's just Samurai Showdown. It's the arcade right. version, yeah. But even, well, but even on the Neo Geo, the original Neo Geo one, there were difficulty oh, really? sliders. You could change the AI from, you know, easy, normal, hard. This had nothing. Nothing. It, it, it wants quarters and it'll never have. Exactly. I'm like, there are no quarters here. Just let me play the game. Let me put it on easy so I can see these characters. No, nothing. So I gave up on that pretty quick. And then I saw, and I'm embarrassed to say that I actually played this game and finished it, Super Lucky's Tale. Uh, was that VR? No, no, I, no. I, yeah, I, I think that is. What is the game not. I'm mistaking for Super Lucky Tale, the VR game? Uh, that mouse game for PS4, no, maybe? It has a I don't think so. Hang on, hang on. Yeah, it was no, like, I'm going to Google this. Lucky Tale it was like, it was a good VR. There's like a there is, shitty ripoff of Tales. Yeah, yeah there Lucky's is no VR Tale, on Lucky's Xbox. Tale VR. Yeah, right fucking here. Yeah, okay. A delightful platforming adventure designed exclusively for the Oculus Rift. Oh, okay, okay, different yeah, so game I'm, entirely. I'm, really? Because yeah. this one is starring yeah. Little Fox. Yeah. yeah, this this is Super Lucky's Tale. That is not that is starring a fox. I have no idea if it has anything to do with the other one or not. Um, I knew it. Super Lucky's Tale is a perfectly serviceable platformer. Okay. That's the best I have to say about it. It does. It kind of switches back and forth between 3D areas and 2D areas. But I, I noticed that the physics that worked in 3D didn't work in 2D. So when, when you're running around in 3D and you stop, you've got a couple frames of animation where the character stops. And it's not a problem because the, the things you're jumping at are pretty big. So when you like if you let go of the stick and he walks a half step because the animation makes him walk a half step, you don't fall off of anything. This is fine. In the 2D uh, levels, those one or two extra like frames of animation will make you fall right off the edge of something. Okay. So it's, it's missing like the coyote time of being able to hover over nothing for just a half second to correct it because you'll just fall off of stuff. I love how it's called coyote time. Yeah, I know. That's the best description for it. You know exactly. Wait, like, no, like Roadrunner. Okay, no, exactly what you mean. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, the problem was is that as soon as you put it in the 2D thing, I'm comparing it to actual good 2D side scrollers like Rayman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love or the original anything, Rayman. You know, yeah, Rayman's good stuff. I fucking love it. Um, or, you know, then I'm starting, like, as soon as you go 2D, I'm like, well, Dragon's Crown is better. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so when it's being 3D, it's fine. When it was being a 2D side-scroller, it was a little annoying. It also took only, like, two days to do, and the free version on Xbox Game Pass had none of the DLC with it, so now I'm, like, up in the air again. I have no idea what I'm going to do tomorrow night, or tonight after we record. Spider-Man. I'm just like stuck. No, I don't want to start it. I'm not going to start what, what, it. What are the uh, other options? No. Because first of all, it is hilarious that Game Pass has 100 games and you found one that was not quite great. Yeah. Uh, it, well, the thing is, there's a lot of junk on there and there's, there's a lot of stuff on Game Pass that I already have. <laughs> because a lot of stuff on Game Pass is just recycled things that were free on Xbox Games with Gold. 
And there's a lot of stuff on that I've already played. Okay, well, that's, so, you have played a shit ton. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I play that a lot of true. stuff. So, that I mean, Game Pass is not really for me. I am not the target audience of Is Game it Pass. possible the fact you haven't bought any of them is keeping you from respecting them enough to play them? No, that's that's not it. I mean, Agony really is shit, and yeah. Samurai Showdown 2. Here's the thing. I This whole week, I have been resisting the urge to buy Soul Calibur 6. Uh-huh. Because Soul Calibur 6 looks really good, but I know that if I bought it, it would get played until Friday and never touched yeah. again. So... You just gotta... You'd be better off playing a game you wanted to play twice but never got around to it. But that, no, I don't do that. Knows. I never play a game oh. twice. I never play a game more than once. See, I've been like jumping around uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, I want to go back to it. Spider-Man makes Yeah, me yeah, yeah. I got... It. Yeah, no, I, I got about halfway. I'm, I'm, I suck at the Sun Trials again. I thought it was better sun than trials, that. Sun Trials, the Sun Trials. Just for like all the, uh, the little... Uh, oh, the Hunting, hunting Trials, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Where you get like the half zones. I'm pretty good at those. Man, they take me forever. It's tough to find that new experience that you know is going to be done in time for the next one. It's impossible. When there's a timeline. If, if only you That's had why I someone don't who buy had games. played a game that you want to play who could have advised you that it would definitely have been completed between last week's episode and this week's episode. If only uh, such a person But it's an open world game. How am I, I, I mean, know imagine what you the said. agony he would go through if by ignoring such sage advice. But the but but it's an open world game, and I know how I play those. If it's on the map, I have yes, to pick I it up. I cleaned out the fucking map. Being done I in seven days. It's not. It's uh, not fucking Assassin's Creed Odyssey. This map is not that big. It's Manhattan. It's Manhattan. That's it. It's an island. island. So actually, you know what I should do? Honestly, I should buckle down and actually finish the messenger. Yes, that was actually going. Because I haven't that finished was the message. That my recommendation, but given that you stopped playing it and started playing something else, I assumed you'd never touch it again. No, see, that's, that's the difference, though. It's, it's weird. That one's got this weird place in my head where because I played it, like, on lunch breaks from work, oh. it's okay. I don't, it's I can't sinful. explain how my head works, but that one's arrived at a special place where it's okay that it's been, because I haven't no, touched it, it, it like, it a occupies week, a I just have not had yet. time. Yeah, yeah so... I mean, honestly, I would probably actually take the this, this Switch out and play it in handheld mode because that's how I played the rest of the game. And I think it would be a little jarring to play that full screen because I think it looks better smaller, honestly. I don't know if that art style is going to hold up. I actually screen. have my Switch dock uh, jacked into my 15-inch plasma. I played it once for Mario, and I have never used it. I was like, why would I do this? <laughs> I have never used it in dock mode ever since. Mario looked okay on the TV, and Zelda looked Mario good on the Zelda TV. Mario and Zelda both look great in handheld. Are they, they stuck did. at like 720p? Uh, on the TV? No, they were the, okay. the, the, the tablet they? is 720. Yeah, the tablet's 720. They'll go 1080 on, on a TV. So why didn't look at it, do you think? Because when you blow it up bigger, some of the textures... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, none of the... None of the I've never the seen a Switch game where I was like, wow, these textures are good. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it's just on the smaller screen, It's you just you literally yeah. can't see them. Was so Wolfenstein 2 really playable? I never touched it. That's a good question. They, they say it runs on it, but I don't believe After it. After Doom, I wasn't even going to try. You, was um, Doom that No, bad? like it ran fine. I, I, there was definitely some slowdown, but it ran okay. But it just in my like ass. it didn't look terrible. Like it, it definitely didn't look as good as the PS3 version, for example. PS3, PS4, no. PS3. P- PS4. I don't remember. Yeah, PS4. you're right, PS4. PS4? PS4. PS4. 
2016. It's but um, yeah. but those fucking little analog nubs, man. That's it. Oh, like no. I could I could I could control yeah. fucking uh, Killzone Mercenary on the Vita far better than I could control Doom on the Switch. So I'm just never going to get another first person shooter for the Switch. Period. And good plan. Well, you've got plenty else really, to choose from. It's there's no shortage of and not, not just not just indies, <laughs> but, but bigger you, games too. Like Dark Souls right now, fucking awesome. In so how does that work? But shooters don't. because like uh, Dark Souls is not a shooter. Well, yeah, but like I keep using the twin sticks. I can't imagine. Well, yeah, but you're without. you're turning the camera. Like you're not. You don't have to definitely get the camera in this precise place right fucking now. Right, right. right. You're. It's yeah, not you're, as twitchy. You're Doom is pretty in that twitchy. Direction. It's a very different thing. Hmm. Not only that, but in Dark Souls, you got the lock on too. Um, That's true. And soon we're gonna have Diablo three. Like the Switch is fucking awesome. It's just it. There's too much on it, almost frankly now. So uh, yeah. does Blight Town actually run on the Switch? Is the question? Apparently, Blight Town runs better on Switch than it ever did on PS3. Not only does it run, first of all, that's that's, that's a fine example. But Alex, you were saying that even on PC, you were playing remastered, right? Um, I wasn't playing the remastered. The last time I played it, it was just the original shit oh, okay. version, and that did not run super great. So yeah, the original version of Dark Souls. I, yeah. uh, there's this town. There's this place called Blight Town, and Blight Town is kind of like a stilt village, high, high, high up above uh, a poison swamp, and the poison swamp is so far below that you can't see it. All you look down, all you see is darkness. But if you fall off the edge, you die. And it's yeah. a stilt village. And you lose all it's your shit. It's a stilt village. <laughs> like, it's, you know, a, a series of tiny little walkways that you can slip off the edge of. And it's, it's really And it's really slip. easy to slip. And um, and I didn't I didn't even fucking realize this the first time I played it. There are shifting platforms in Blight Town. There are sections mm-hmm. of it where the walkway twists back and forth. I had no fucking idea. They sure do. Yes, and, and I didn't know because I never saw it because it didn't run that fucking well that you could actually that yeah. I could actually perceive it. It ran so poorly on <laughs> PS3 and um, and PC that Blight Town was known as the hardest part of the game. Not because the enemies were all that hard, even though they were shooting poison at you and you didn't actually have a thing to cure poison at this point in the game. So, so. yeah, I don't, I don't care for the yeah, mosquitoes, mosquitoes But but the reason <laughs> that it was hard to navigate was that you were doing this at less than ten frames per second sometimes. Oh my god! Jesus. I can't even. Okay, it never oh, got that was... bad. But actually, it, it was weird. the uh, The lava place just underneath it always ran Ooh. way worse. It was like it was all probably the stuff more the lighting or something in the engine happening. No, in the PC it was version. all those dragons out in that oh. weird little lava field that I couldn't okay. see. That was behind everything. Well, okay. Point okay. being, for the Switch version, now yeah. uh, Digital Foundry tells me that the Switch version is based on the original version of the game, not the remastered edition. I don't really care. It doesn't really matter. Point is. Blight Town had zero effect on the frame rate. If there was any difference, wow. any difference, I could not perceive it. It it ran That's flawlessly, huge. and as a result, it was infinitely easier than I remember Blight, Blight Town being. <laughs> like I was like, "What the fuck was everyone complaining about?" Oh, right, the frame rate. But like you know, it I breezed through it, and I went down, and I went through the swamp, and I killed Quellag, and it was like, "Yeah, man, like this runs fucking perfect," and. I'm gonna go farm some. Yeah, and I, it's it's maybe a little less atmospheric than I remember it, but maybe I'm looking at it through rose-colored glasses, like nostalgia glasses or something. When I played the when I played it the first time, um, but it's it's still fucking an amazing game. It's a ridiculously brilliant game that is really really generous in in and kind of keeping its mystery and 
allowing you to enjoy the discovery of it. The top, to, literally top to bottom, one of the best designed levels level ever made. If you if you can call the entire game one, well, it certainly thing. is. Like it's it's kind of Metroidvania in that sense. I, have you seen that poster? It's just a stylized cutout. No. It's it's made. I want it on a, well, a stylized cutout of what? Oh, of the wow. whole map, like a Castlevania map. No, I've never seen that. Oh, it's it's. I'll I'll, uh, I'll find it for you. It's really no. I want to see that. Yeah, send that to me. Yeah, that, that so, sounds pretty cool. So yeah, yeah like cool. Risen to Fate on Switch is wonderful. It's 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 like a little gift of a game, and I don't want to play it all the fucking time. No, not oh, Resident of yeah, Fate. Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, yeah. Residents of Yo, Fate. I want to hear this too because I, I want to hear you say bad Dark, things about Dark Residence Souls. Of Fate. Is like a gift on Switch. It's absolutely fucking awesome to have it on the handheld. I can't play it all the time because it's still Dark Souls, and it carries a heavy burden <laughs> with it. Um, yeah. you know, right now, all I'm doing is I'm walking back and forth. Uh, you, you remember where the blacksmith is, uh, right out in front of Sif's uh, 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 Sen's castle or Sen's fortress? Yeah. Yeah. So I walk yeah. back and forth from that blacksmith. I take, uh, I walk out of the blacksmith through the church where under where you fight the gargoyles. Take the elevator down, walk out to Firelink Shrine, walk past Firelink Shrine to where the skeletons are. Kill two of the giant skeletons that are there because only two spawn. They have a two percent chance of dropping the Murakumo, which is a which is the best curved blade in the game. Uh, giant giant curved samurai sword, and uh, they haven't dropped it yet. So I'm just kind of leveling up. <laughs> and I'm just I'm just wandering so back and how, forth. So how is that fun? You're literally it's, walking it's not, back I'm and really, forth. I'm really glad they toned it down. And, and no, Marshall's the the uh, to me just the act of playing in this world and really dominating it is fun. And I know that I know that Sen's Fortress is right there, and I kind of have an idea of where I'm going in that right now. But and that's a, that's, a, that's another one of the things is I remember every part of this game, but I don't remember how to deal with every part of this game. <laughs> like I've, I've really <laughs> kind of forgotten all the secrets. I've forgotten all the little hidden passages. And every now and then I'll remember there's a door right here. I swear to God, there's an invisible one. I hit the wall, and the wall disappears, and there's a hidden passage. I'm like, I fucking knew it. Look, I got the, I found this rad ass cloth like red right, treasure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I'm really glad it's on there. And I'm kind of missing some of the quality of life improvements that Bloodborne and Dark Souls 3 had. But yeah. um, but it's... Hell, even two. You know, even two. Yeah, absolutely. But And I think that uh, I have to suggest that the art direction really hit its stride in two for the whole series. I you really think do. so. I think two had better art direction than this. I think three had better art direction than two. And I still think the Bloodborne is kind of the pinnacle of the series. I would I would almost agree with that. I think the level design is a is a better trade off for the original Dark Souls, but I do love the variety in two. Like all the random I like the variety in two, and frankly, I did like the concessions it made for the more casual gamer. Like I liked that I could clear an area. I could clear it so those yeah. motherfuckers would never respond. And if I wanted them back, I could bring them back. Like that was cool. I really enjoyed that. And I wait, there were concessions. Oh absolutely. In in, in Dark Souls <laughs> yeah. when you rest at a bonfire Everything respawns in the entire game world. Yes, I hate it. In Dark that. Souls mm-hmm. 2, um, things will respawn 10 times. So you kill it, you sit at a bonfire, it respawns. You kill it another 9 times, it will never respawn again. Until you perform a certain rite at that certain bonfire, that will repopulate the area again. So it... it, it but every time you died, you'd lose a little bit of health. Yes. 
and it would uh, so it it kind of it created a finite amount of uh, souls that you could get throughout the game unless you started doing the respawn thing. Um, yeah, no, it was cool. It was cool, and it, and it and it definitely yeah, you it. could literally clear the way to a boss so that you never had to fight anything between the bonfire and the boss. And you could just always walk into that boss with full health and all your all your health potions. But you had to do the same thing ten times well, in a row. It's to do that. Yeah, it had to be some place you were hopelessly yeah. stuck on. Yeah, because other because otherwise I, you wouldn't yeah. have fought these guys t- guys ten times. Exactly. That's hardly a concession. But then some of those guys would only drop certain loot that you wanted, and that was yeah. nerve wracking. Two, two was good. Yeah. Um, I found the picture. If you guys want to take a look at it, it's like I saw that. It's wallpaper really cool. sized. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Gima, that's that's nice. I did. Yeah, it's here. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, I want this on a poster. Tracking no subject. Hey, I'll, I'll rip on what I don't like about the Dark Souls series, but I will. Oh, that is cool. Art design. I will never question Isn't the Isn't it design. beautiful? You can zoom in on it so far. Download this. Yeah, as I say, it's a, it's it's big. I'm just looking at the. Uh, Look at all the, the detail. Well, you can't. Who made this? This is cool. Yeah, you can. It's it's like fourteen by fourteen hundred by fourteen forty. Anyway, as we as the listeners go, I mean, where, where's, yeah. where's, um, where's the a, lake of trees at the bottom? I don't it's see there. it. It's in the lava. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. The mushroom part? Yeah, there's some yeah. pieces missing. <laughs> but for like a nice little no, it is work of pixel art, it it's very nice. Animal. All right. What, what's, the, what's the part with all the... Oh, oh, oh okay. That's... Yeah, yeah. The I crystal agree. library. <laughs> okay, that is that is good. Yeah. So it is Halloween. It is. We're very close to it. And I know that next week's going to be dominated by Red Dead Redemption Maybe. 2 talk because it comes out on Friday. So ambush topic. (laughs) (laughs) Give me your favorite horror game. Man. Regardless of generation. I think I know chances. Mm. But... I'm going to go with, just in terms of just the amount of times I played it and the amount I still respect it as a game, and this the most recent one I played, Dead Space 2. Okay. Dead Space 2 is actually a really good answer. Yeah. That is, yes. Absolutely, because it doesn't have the nonsense of three, but it's yeah. more refined yeah. than or two. More Cold Space Stars two had yeah. that eyeball thing, right? It Dead did. Space Two oh, was yeah. the eyeball, and, yeah, yeah, like the eyeball Dead drill. Dead Space Two yeah. had clever girl, had the clever yeah. girl. Scenes. Yeah, no, I think yeah. Dead Space Two had Cole talking, and yep. it didn't. I suck. think I think Dead yep. Space Two is actually a really good answer because Dead Space is that definitely is, up there for me. Um, mine, mm-hmm. but I know what yours is. is. And. Uh, it's alien isolation. Okay, it? that's not what first came to mind, though. You know what first came to mind? Oh, okay. really? Okay. I mean, okay. it is it is just the answer when anyone says, well, "What's the best horror game?" It's Fatal Frame Two. Oh, oh God I damn it! How much you love that? Why game. are you taking because that from me? Because it's the truth, isn't it? <laughs> because what it about is Blood? the answer. What about what? What about Siren Bloodshot? I think Siren Bloodshot okay. is absolutely excellent, but. Um, but no, Fatal Frame 2 was one of the few games that, like, chilled me to my fucking core. There were sequences of it that literally, like, I was disturbed. And it wasn't, like, gross. And, like, you know, it, like, it wasn't no. it wasn't a gore thing. It was just you feel so sad tense. It's how you interact with the world. Yeah. It's, it's you have a camera. So instead of, be, instead of being forced to look away... Yeah. 
like you are on Amnesia? Because I, I would like to say Amnesia, but Amnesia has aged very poorly. Very. Um, you know, I'm sure. I'm sure. Be, amnesia forces you to look away, whereas Fatal Frame Two forces you to look at yep. the ghosts and try to get them centered in your camera. The so my, it's like, yeah. oh, it's good. Then my hat is really still good. off to uh, that that studio for basically using their own horrible like art effects. As like, uh, how do I put this? They didn't want oh, you to look about at the their... amnesia guys. Amnesia, yeah, but you, they made it so you didn't. You were forced not to look at their work. Yeah. yeah. Yep. They knew it wasn't that good, so yeah. they tried to make it so you couldn't actually look at it. And I mean, I love Amnesia, but I, I, if I try to go back and play it now, it just it no. doesn't work. It doesn't. And the thing work. is, I'm sure if it's I went ugly. back and played Fatal Frame, I would be like, yeah, wow, this really, this is a fucking PS2 game, and it shows because it is. It is. It is and a PS2 game. Actually. I'll, I'll I'll still hold up for uh, Amnesia's use of like seeing dark light, like when your eyes adjust to the dark. The oh kinda, like, yeah, blue-ish like everything is. Yeah, yeah, that was really well done. Yes, it was. But I, I think Alien Isolation for the current gen, I don't think anything actually beats Alien Isolation on the current gen. It's on, so on the last oh, gen. I I do have to agree with Dead Space, but I think there's an argument to be made for Dying Light. Yeah. I was never scared in Dying had, Light, though. Dying Light it had some had sequences, that. though, right? It had some sequences when you were, like, going into, like, an abandoned apartment building, and as you're picking through the rooms, yeah. you learn the story of how the people here died. And it, it did a great job of creating atmosphere when it tried to. And those first couple nights, when night falls, yeah. oh, shit, that was scary. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, like, you couldn't if you try to hunt, things. like, the bolter stuff, you have to keep going out at night, and you can get into some right. crazy shit running That's away right, from yeah. those guys. Yeah. Well, current generation, yeah, I would 100% agree that Alien Isolation yep. is the best right now. And and I don't I don't know how you beat that without resurrecting Dead Space or something like that. And even um, then Dead Space was an action you, game. Yeah, that's true. Are we Dead Space sure is that um Kojima's new thing isn't horror. We're not sure that Kojima's sure thing isn't a horror. fucking collection of mini games. <laughs> we <Yeah>. don't know. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's a depressing point. What if he doesn't know what it is yet? Oh, no, they, no, they, they know. See? Like They've played it. <laughs> but people okay. know what it is, but they're just not telling us. I mean, if we're talking about Kojima stuff for current generation, PT mm. is a half oh, an hour long, damn. but PT I, is really, really good. Really good. good. It the, is the, the, the zygote in the Okay, sink. no, PT yes. had great scare moments, but as a fucking game, it was insufferable. Yeah, true. No, the fact that like true. only like a handful of people could find yes, this and shit. and then they had to yeah. share it over the internet to. to... Well, it's because PT was an ad. It's hard. It was an ad. It's a viral yeah. ad. But my right, gosh, but like, it had some good. I let more people experience it. some of that stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But for current gen, yeah, for 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 old stuff, classic stuff. Since since Chance took my fiddle frame too, I have to go to the the obvious other answer in Silent mm-hmm. Hill Two. Classic. Um, it's another one that has aged Very, poorly, yeah. but Silent Hill 2 is the only game that ever gave me nightmares so bad I woke up from oh, one wow. once. Just because, actually, it's it's a it's a good story. Um, it's a good story, the, and the atmosphere is still only yeah. only listeners who play the PS2 original. Any of the any of the upwards, yes, you have to play that Fuck one. with the atmosphere, yeah. and it's not the same. Yep. yep. Well, they take out yep. the fog. Yep. Which so there's really a, fucks there's a the specific story. there's a specific sound that Pyramid Head makes when he's walking because he drags that big yeah. knife behind him. 
It's a specific metal-on-metal dragging sound. And I remember what woke me up. I was, (laughs) my neighbor, this was like two houses ago, my neighbor was getting some work done in their backyard (laughs) and had like a fence that was half pulled up. And in the middle of the night, the wind was blowing and was scraping the fence against another part of the fence. And it was making that same (laughs) noise. It woke me up and I laid there and it was. I was so freaked out that I actually went outside at like two in the morning. I've done that. And I've just that. moved things around so it stopped making that noise. It was that bad. I was like that the first night. I lived. I lived in a sort of like a farmland, and the night after I saw signs was not a good night. <laughs> signs had, did have a couple of good moments, didn't it? Signs had some great Except moments. Except for the end. That that the alien. Yeah, the, well, yeah, the end was man. stupid. But the first time you see the alien walking past the hall, walking past yeah. that like alley. It's freaky. That's yeah. good stuff. Speaking okay, um, on the, so yeah, Silent on the Hill Two is probably Silent the best. Hill, I do think, and I think I think the next thing we should discuss is what's the best scary movie to watch. And I think a good segue to that is to suggest that the best video game adaptation film ever is Silent Hill. The first one or the second one? I've never seen it. I've seen uh, the Pyramid Head was done. He, well. he was like, uh, and a lot of the monsters in the movie were were pointless in terms of theme. But how they yeah. executed him and what he did in that movie was fucking Just incredible. Hey, I ripped this lady's yeah. skin off. Here you go. I thought that was the second <laughs> one. That he, that the, I thought the skin no, off was, was the first one. one. It was the first one. It was yeah, absolutely it was shocking okay. when I did it. First game to really understand how terrifying like war raid sirens are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just, no, the first yeah. Silent Hill did that. Ugh, so good. Yeah. Oh, actually, my yeah. favorite part of Silent Hill 2 is that part in the prison. Where there's this one guy that's like sounds like a monster, but you never see him. You just hear him like humming to himself, mm. and like oh, weird garbled monster tones. And like I had a lot of trouble with the puzzle in there, and I just I didn't like walking past his cell because it just made me uncomfortable. And I can't <laughs> I can't tell a story about that like about any other game about something that wasn't dangerous. That just I, I just, think I, didn't I, like it. It just I think I beat Silent Hill one to three, and the only horror game I specifically remember not beating is Fatal Frame two. Because it just got to the point where it was too fucking freaky, too stressful. I don't want to deal with this anymore. See, I don't need the stress. I finished two, but Fatal Frame 1 had the ropes. No, I never played it. No, I never played it. Remember that? Oh, Fatal Frame 1, the the very first like place you go into is like a temple. And you just hear this, you hear a ghost going, the ropes, the ropes. And you're like, what the fuck is he talking about, the ropes? And then it like changes, so you see like the ghostly stuff. And there are ropes hanging from the ceiling that were used to lynch people. Mm-hmm. And the ghost has like this little, this thing around his mm-hmm. neck where he was strangled. And he's like coming at you going, the ropes, the ropes. So it was good. Two was better. To, to me, but one the, was still the brilliance good. of Fatal Frame is epitomized in one shot very early in the game. It uses kind of a, the original Resident Evil um, method of camera movement where the camera does not move. Yeah. Uh, the camera and the scene that you're walking a 3D character through are static, almost like a painted background. Um, and so you can walk the character kind of towards the camera to walk out of a room, for example. And, the, and as you walk into the next frame, the camera switches to a completely different perspective. And yep. it's like sort of like Final Fantasy. I never played that game, so maybe. <laughs> Like yeah, just painted painted backgrounds. So almost, 3D almost. I mean, there there were there were three D, but the camera didn't yeah. move, so it controlled uh, what you could see yes. at any given time. All right, so and the angle, work. yes, and the angle yeah. changed yeah, yeah. as you move through it. And so one of the things is I'm walking, um, I'm walking away from the camera down a hallway, 
as soon as I enter the hallway, the camera shifts to in front of me as I walk down the hallway. And now that the camera has shifted, I can see that I just walked away from a ghost that is now slipping away that I can't see past the end of the hallway behind me. And so you turn around and you run back into the room. What the fuck just happened? And the room is the room is empty. But you're like even now just talking about that moment, I have chills yeah. where the camera switches and you yeah. see that there was something behind you the whole time. Oh fuck, it was amazing. See, that's what I want people to be saying with the new Lovecraft no. game, but I don't think that's going to happen. We're not going to get that. I mean, I'll play it because it's Lovecraft, but it's not no. going to be... It's no. not going to be good. That's not going to be good that yeah, way. I don't understand why modern horror keeps trying to do Lovecraft, because Lovecraft was never horror in a way the modern audiences find horrific. No. I think Rick and Morty and Bojack Horseman kind of touch on it, helping, like like actual despair like become like popular culture but like the Lovecraft stories are devastating well the, the problem is is that video games at least modern horror games are a lot about showing you something mm-hmm. and right. Lovecraft is about not showing yeah, you something yeah and about or but showing things that are so obnoxiously complicated you could never animate or, yeah. Or, or, yeah and a Lovecraft story is really like a long slow burn of suggesting that something is very wrong but not defining it yeah 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 and you can't win in a no, Lovecraft story. No, you can you no, can only bear no, witness can't. to the truth and have it drive you mad. Yep. Yeah. You can become the new uh the new hunter or you can be a worm. Choose. <laughs> I choose the worm. The true ending. So I, I also chose the worm. I don't know why. So what's funny then, if for modern consoles, if we're still looking at Alien Isolation, which is a modern classic, and we did mm. that episode a long time ago. There really haven't been any good horror games no, since No, the then. horror games that have come out for the modern gen are all indies, and those indies, frankly, peaked with fucking Outlast was the name of it, I think. But I thought... Outlast, yeah. yeah. Outlast here's was the thing. okay. Outlast, Outlast wasn't bad. Outlast 2 went a little Outlast crazy. wasn't bad, but yeah. let's face it, wasn't that good? No, it no, wasn't it that wasn't. good. Outlast was all jump scares. I, I mean, honestly thought... There was no mood. I thought Bioshock was scarier. Yes. Well, because Bioshock had yes. atmosphere, Outlast had jump Bioshock scares. had better yes. acting. Yeah. Well, yeah. That. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I think. No, I think that's. I think that's a good call. And I think the re, one of the main reasons why we only see horror in the modern space in indies is because it's a niche market. It always was. But on the PS2, yeah. the PS1 and the PS2 was a massive boom of survival horrors because it, they were cheap to make. They didn't cost that much. Yeah. Uh, nowadays, you can't make Alien Isolation without a huge fucking team, and that's not worth the risk on a niche title. No. So where does Resident Evil 7 go on that scale? Kind Resident of Evil 7 is almost more camp. I mean, it, that was a very, very good game, but it was like like Evil Dead or Evil Dead 2 horror, okay. not, you know, actual scary movie, like the Exorcist <laughs> horror. <laughs> Resident mm. Evil 2 had some good mood, but it was never really frightening. It was more like, holy shit, did you see that? I can't believe they did that. Not like, I don't want to turn around and look behind me while I'm playing. I suddenly realize I have no idea where my copy of Resident Evil 7 is. I, huh? I it's bought worth it, playing. Never, it's yeah, a but, good game. Now it's just before Halloween, which is the ideal time to play it. But Red Dead's exactly. coming out. I don't. I, know. I don't know if I can bring myself to hear so, people try to do southern accents with dialogue translated from Japanese. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can put myself through that. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny and yeah. tragic. Okay, so Residents of Fate. Ah, yes. Now, uh, last week, Alex and I shared New York email correspondence where he suggests that he's going to pick up the Resonance of Fate remaster. And I tell him, Mm -hmm. like, Alex, by every measurable criteria, 
uh, Spider-Man has a way better game. Like, you should probably get Spider-Man. T- to which Alex responds... Okay. I will get I will get uh, Residents of Hate before Spider-Man. I'm like, yeah, but, but Spider-Man's better. To which Alex responds... Okay. I It means a lot to you. I want to see what, what the like, hype is And I'm like, damn it, he's right. It does mean a lot to me. So when Residents of Fate came out, I immediately bought it. And I would have I would have bought it anyway. But I, I bought it instantly just to kind of show support for the franchise. Like, fuck, I want a sequel. I want to see this game on Switch. If this game was on Switch, I'd still be playing it, probably. I wouldn't be playing Dark Souls. I'd be playing Residents of Fate. Um, mm-hmm. But on the PS4, this PS3 mm-hmm. game really does look like a game that started development on the PS2 and got upported to the PS3. Ooh. And and like the the effects mid combat still look great. The animation mid combat looks great, but just the animation as you're running around the world looks stiff as fuck. And at the end of every combat yeah. sequence, the camera zooms right into a character's face as they like turn around and hold up their gun and look super cute because they're the girl, or they like flay it around because they're the emo guy or something. And then it zooms right down in the face, <laughs> and it's I don't even know. I'm trying to think. Okay, think of the lighting. In Doom Three, no, and how stupid that looked. And if you if you can remember like a character's face and the way like they were like underlit or something or lit, it's like yeah. at, at some point people were proud that graphics yes. got this far. And I can't <laughs> imagine why anyone would show feel that it way. off. Show it well, off because at the time it was re- yeah. so yeah. So and that's that's really the, the kind of like ooh feeling one gets when it zooms in at the end of a fight in Resonance of Fate. It really looks fucking fugly when you zoom in, but... But is the game yes. still yes. good? Absolutely. Is it still totally worth playing uh, if, if you, you haven't played it before? <laughs> but that's the thing, is I can't make that call. Yeah, It's, it's so ugly, ugly now. It's it really, really, really is ugly now. And what's great about the game is still great about the game. What was great about the, it is still the art direction of the world... Uh, the way this world is kind of created and suggested to the player is wonderful and interesting, and it's a style that you have never seen before. It's really cool. It's really fucking cool. I I I got the give it soundtrack a shot. is fucking great. Um, See, the, you got me there. Like I the th- yeah, one of my favorite things about um what was it uh, World of Final Fantasy? Fantastic mm. soundtrack. Got Did me through a that? lot of that game. I got man. Uh, I. I've got to Edgar's Castle. How far is into it is that? I don't remember. That game like, kind I'm of like went chapter by in a fifteen, blur. I think. It's got it's got to be near the end. It's got to oh. be close. Okay, so I'm almost done with it, okay. and I'm I'm pretty pretty done with it. Um, <laughs> I, I still, it's been like twenty hours. I still love the battle theme. Okay. But yeah, well, but like a good soundtrack can get me pretty far. That's a lot better than Dragon Quest was. Buddy, I appreciate soundtrack a hell of Sound, a lot more yeah. now. <laughs> no, sound, soundtrack in Resonance of Fate is excellent. The three leads are excellent characters. These are not like the silent, uh, destined to save the world protagonist of every fucking JRPG ever. They Thank are God. they are kind of they're they're three mercenaries, but they're also kind of a family unit. Like they're not related in any sort of way. They just kind of ended up together, kind of like uh, the crew of the Bebop and Cowboy Bebop. Ooh, it's very yay. much got that vibe going on, and so eat. Oh, it's a cowboy Bebop kind RPG. of, yeah. Goddamn, like it's got dude. a little bit of that vibe going on, and and is it a jazzy soundtrack? Mm, some of it, no. some of it is, no. some of well, it definitely is. 
Not um and uh, Nolan North's character Vashron is is definitely like the Spike character. He's he's always got kind of a quip. Uh, he knows everyone and everyone kind of respects him. Uh, he's with a young hothead played by the guy who did the voice of um, uh, of Robin and all kinds of like animated uh, Warner Brothers shit. Oh shoot! He's and good. there's this uh, fairly chipper but kind of naive young woman who's also a part of it, and um, and she's and she's just kind of a mystery. And the young guy obviously has a crush on her, and the old guy likes to bug them both about it. And it's and they're they're in, they're an interesting dynamic that you fucking never see in a JRPG. They're they're very very well defined, and they do grow and are explored. Like their characters are explored over the course of the the whole arc of the game and each chapter of the game is just like a little episode of a show and so the whole thing fits together like oh, it's just wonderful it's wonderful and the combat is second to no, none I, I loved how yeah and I loved like how Cowboy Bebop kind of got the way kind of got away with the way Phaedra has but not really making her sexuality a plot point no it was never a plot point but Almost I ever. don't I like to think if Cowboy Bebop were made today Faye wouldn't dress like that yeah obviously Obviously. Like um, the next thing, that, or the next kind of similar thing that 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 director did was Samurai Champloo, and yeah. and there were absolutely kind of sexy moments in that show, but the the female lead in the shoot, the female is, lead was not almost yeah. never sexualized, almost never. Yeah, yeah. No, she was great. I think Legends um, of Fate benefited from a small cast too. You don't have two dozen player characters. No. You've got three. you've got three. And that allowed it to explore them more. Yes, and and it really. So. And, and another one of the things that I hate about JRPGs in general is you know when you know what's going to happen three hours before that thing happens, because yeah. the yeah. fucking subtext or whatever has been beating you over the head with the idea that this guy's right, going yeah, to betray like, you, and when it happens, yeah, like, you'll never betray me. And right, when buddy? it happens, no, all the main never. characters are like, "What? This thing <laughs> that you've been implying for the past six hours is happening." We've been childhood friends yeah, since childhood. So that shit, <laughs> that shit doesn't fucking happen in this game. Um, it's 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 patient, and it's uh, it's not overwritten. It's just it's really fucking good. It is really, and it's on the modern consoles. It's Damn ugly it, as fuck. You're but making it sound like a JRPG. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's that I consistently well written. You're saying. Mm. I don't know if it's that well written. Because like, what, what I mean it's is, like, it is really well written, but the uh, but the cutscenes, uh, you know, they yeah. zoom into these faces. <laughs> so, yeah. so you are seeing, yes, yeah, so you are really? seeing this great story with these, by modern standards, really bad graphics. I mean, I w- I put up with it in like last month, last two months. I put up with it for like a, six hours. In, in the cutscenes, it's very apparent. In that little splash at the end of combat yeah. sequence, it's very apparent. Nowhere else in the game is it apparent. Yeah, I can. Like, I can. Like, I'm a little uh, PS4 window. I can make it as bigger. Yeah, small the, the, com- <laughs> the combat is solid. Like, the combat is really, really solid, and that's what you're doing for most of the game. And that's not even considering like all the crazy shit. It does some super original stuff with the map and how you explore it. It's and... like what 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 is the combat like? Active? Uh, it's uh, almost it's, active. it's almost indescribable. You'd have to you have to play yeah. it to understand it. Because I remember watching trailers for it before it came out, and everyone was like, "I don't understand what this game is. I don't understand how this is played." And and I can describe it. I won't do a good job of it. You have to play it to understand it. You no, you, no, you'll just, watch just it. I'm telling guns. you. What That's I'm telling you, you is. Yeah, what I'm telling a, you is yeah, you'll watch I tried a video the same and not thing understand with, uh, it. Yeah. Because yeah. I tried to trying to explain Final Fantasy 13 while watching it is impossible. 
Because that that is, is I still don't get it. I almost <laughs> beat Final <laughs> Fantasy thirteen too, and still don't really have any words. Okay, what else did I play? Uh, ooh, Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, I, like I do Odyssey. like Odyssey. I like it. I don't love it. Um, I think it's good. I don't think it's an oh my god, you have to rush out and play this game game. But I've decided that it is a good Assassin's Creed game. One of the articles I really liked, an article popped up on Kotaku today that said it doesn't do the RPG thing enough. And you guys might remember when I first started Ooh. playing it, there was this moment after I left the first island and had done a thing where the captain of my ship is suddenly seemingly recording dialogue on a different day from the when he delivered the last line one second earlier. Tells me, oh my god, there's a horrible disease that's spread across the island that you called home for the past 20 years. If you ever want to go back there, I totally understand. We could do it right now if you wanted to. And I'm like, okay, let's go back to the fucking island. And you go back to the... And there's nothing there. Yeah. There's no new quest. I can't save anyone. And uh, the writer for Kotaku pointed out why it happened. It's because at some point, there had been a quest item where uh, this family was being beset by an asshole. And the asshole tells me that he has to kill this entire family because they're infected with a disease. And if I and if we don't kill them, there'll be an outbreak. But he's a real dick, and the family is really nice. And also, they're friends with uh, my adopted daughter. So I'm going to save the family, and I'm a good person. And apparently, in doing that, I doomed the rest of the island <laughs> to to virulent yeah, disease. Yeah. <laughs> That's a yes, Witcher but shit. the thing is, the Witcher would then let you take some corrective action, or yeah, it, would, it would. It would have. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah it would have like a fucking follow up quest. This is just like, eh, eh, you fucked up, and telling you that you can go back there, and then having nothing for you to fucking do. So it's an RPG that's not quite great at the RPG thing yet. It's good at the Assassin's Creed thing. It's solid at it. It's not the best. It's solid, and the scope of it is awesome and ridiculous and cool. So it's good. It's good. Don't run out and buy it yet. Don't have to. But if you're looking into it, yeah, I don't think you'll be terribly disappointed. I am. Looking I don't think you'll it. be disappointed. But I do think that the number one contender right now, in terms of what I played for Game of the Year, is Spider Man. Yeah. Damn. Well, right now, you feel after Red Dead. Yo, yeah, we, we got like yeah, we'll, three we'll days. We'll see how I feel after Red Dead, but uh, I've. For a long time, I've kind of defaulted to gameplay above all else, and I can't imagine yeah. that playing Red Dead will be funner. It might be more immersive, and if it's really, yeah, really good just... at that, yes, it might overtake Spider-Man, sure. Because a lot of the best parts of Red Dead was just riding along, riding along. Hey, I'm going to talk to this guy in the shack. Oh, he just wants some flowers. Okay, I'll get this man some flowers. Oh, God. Oh, God, he wants his flowers for his the desiccated corpse of his wife. Okay. Yep. Well, that is... That was and... something. Crossing into Mexico yeah. the first time. Yeah. It was amazing. Something, some on a runaway but. train. Just yeah. to be alive again. Far away. Oh, and so one thing I notably did not play is I downloaded uh, the second episode of Walking Dead Ooh. final season. Ugh. I don't want to play it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't. Because. Don't want, like, not until it's like picked up for real or whatever. Well, I mean, they're going to make the other ones, and they said episode three might come out even this year, but the whole that whole thing just has yeah. left such a bad taste in my mouth, and I just don't want to, I don't know if I want to deal with it. But do you want all that effort to be in vain? I want but people wanna... to have their jobs. Yeah, but what, what, what good would it do now? Yeah. So it's, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'll wait for all four episodes to come out and kind of binge them you know, over a couple of days. That is the but best. That won't be till next yeah, year. Yeah, at the earliest. But uh, so, so what will we call Telltale style games? Narrative driven. Or there a, we go. Yeah, Choose a, your it's adventure. An, it's, it's a kind of a classic point and click adventure. Is what Telltale always has been. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. We they have lost that title. Well, I mean, there's still a Quantic Dream. Yeah. Great. Uh, oh yeah, and um, and uh, the, the 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 color of madness on Darkest Dungeon. I played. Oh, you played a little more of that. Okay. We talked about that last week. Oh yeah. Oh, you did because you, you were thrilled. You weren't. Yeah, you weren't. No, and I'm still not. Either. I'm still not. And I I was able to put after you beat it with a team of level ones and twos or ones. Um, level zero to twos. You, the next thing you have to do in it is you have to take a level, a team of level threes to fours in, and it took me a couple days just to get a team that I could field. And then you go in, and it's much the same thing. And um, you just kind of have to beat a certain amount of enemies, then it kicks you out. And as you do, you get this new currency that you can use to buy these certain trinkets. And the trinkets don't seem that great to me. They don't really seem particularly powerful. I looked at all of them. I don't really want any of them. Um, I wouldn't mm-hmm. trade any of my current shit for them. And then once yeah. you've once you've beaten on levels three th- with a level three to four team, now it's level six forever. You can only put in a team of level sixes. But what it does is it then brings. Um, it says there are people coming in the caravans that are just here. To, uh, to explore the farmstead. So on top, you have a limited roster in Darkest Dungeon. I think it's 28 people you can have total. And so you don't really want to throw these guys into a grinder. You want to save them for a job that you need done. Right, and why would you spend them on exactly. tickets you don't and want? Exactly, and so there's this whole other group that are locked in. They will only do the farmstead. And you can recruit them be- beyond your original 28. So you can you can exceed the cap okay. as long as it's with these guys, and I think you can only have six of them total, but still that's enough to fill the team. So that is that is a nice little concession, but going back to this, um, going back to it and playing it some more, it when you're doing a dungeon run in Darkest Dungeon, there's an objective, there's a clear objective. I am doing this dungeon run because I want to kill this boss, which will open up something else, or I'm doing this dungeon run because I'm trying to get more money so I can more guys or I'm and so I'm tackling in a certain way or I'm doing this because the reward for completing this quest is this trinket that I want this doesn't have that this is like would you like to grind a ton of dudes and like no. well are they really hard no they're really not that hard because you can kill like hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of them if you have a uh, good stress management um, so it's it's kind of there for the challenge, except it's really not that challenging. I thought the combat in um, in Crimson Court was a lot more challenging. Um, I'm, I'm, Is it like early game challenging, um, mid game? It's it's just kind of weak enemies challenging. Like these, the enemies that yeah, you fight like, there are not as don't feel to me at least to be as strong as an as an enemy in a normal dungeon for their level. Is it maybe some sort of training Mm-mm. system? Mm-mm. No. What this is, is uh, it's the final episode of Galaxy, where it's an endless mode. That's what it uh-huh. is. It's an endless mode. Uh-huh. And, and you know, within the endless mode, they've added tons of shit. They've added all kinds of new enemies. The new enemies are cool to see. I'm kind of curious what the, um, you know, what the, what the lore of this place is. I'd like to get to know that. But I don't find it anywhere near as compelling as the core dungeons or the Crimson, uh, the Crimson Quartz uh, bits. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah. Well, but the game is done now, right? They're going to move on to other I, things. Is it the last DLC? Yeah, I didn't get the impression there would be more DLC, but they also didn't definitively say this was the last one. 
How long has it been? Fucking years. years. Fucking years. At least two so has it been like four years? or five years? It would have been... Maybe, yeah, maybe I think it was that. 2015 when the game actually launched on PC, and that was after a year in early access. I think. Damn. I think. That makes sense. It feels like four years on. And uh, yeah. does that mean it's time for headlines? I think so. <clears throat> headlines! In Overwatch news, Overwatch news will be heard later because I didn't actually organize and write down all the headlines this week because I'm having a shitty week. <laughs> so, I can relate. Forgiven. All is uh, forgiven. The, the, way I, the way I track headlines to organize them at the end of the week is every time I see a headline on my phone as I'm reading gaming news, I take a screenshot. So I'm just going to flip through the screenshots and, and read what I see. <clears throat> Skybound Games is in discussions with former Telltale staffers about completing The Walking Dead. Yeah. I'm sure they won't be salty. I would only take that if you need the work. Yeah, yeah no kidding. <laughs> I'd be Are you going to get the voice I'd, actors I'd back like, even? Oh, how could you not get the fucking voice actors? What are That's you, the problem. Gonna br- I mean, how could Clem yeah, be no, anybody she else? Couldn't, she couldn't, man. If they fucking did that, no. Nope. No. Uh, in the, but yeah, if I was one of those Telltale staffers, I would be like, I want a fucking contract. I want a lawyer to look yep. it over first. <laughs> Yep. Uh, independent game shops were told that they won't get Red Dead Redemption 2 until November. Wow. What? Holy well, the theory yeah. was this was going to combat uh, breaches of street date. But no, this isn't breaches of street date. This is the boot on Yeah, your there head. was really no there was no stated reason for it. No, this is we like GameStop more than you. God, Sorry. I that's not the case. GameStop, Best Buy, Walmart. Yeah, Amazon. That's it. Yep. Uh, actually, my GameStop is having, uh, it's not even having a midnight release, it's having a 9pm Thursday release. That may be the earliest online unlock uh, on that these? Makes that makes sense. Uh, Days Gone, uh, currently, or was slated to release on February 22nd, 2018. The game will be delayed by two months to April 26th. For additional polish. Does anybody uh, care about that one anymore? Uh, I'm, 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 really. I'm, I'm down to check that out. Oh, ooh, I gotta hang on. I gotta open my web browser to see where a plum fund is at. Have you ever heard of plum fund? What's plum? No, fund? I've never heard is. of plum fund either. But you, I, I'm very curious to know where um, where this story is going. You guys are likely aware that a young woman named Saga found an ancient sword and drew, pulled it from a oh, lake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yes. So yes. Be- and they took because it from of the country her. she lives yeah. in, it is considered property of the country and cultural value to the country. So they took it for they took it from her and w- told her family not to tell anyone else about what they found in the lake. And then they sent a bunch of scientists out to the lake to find anything else valuable that might be in this lake. So this fucking ten year old girl draws a legendary blade from the waters of a lake and is not permitted to keep it. Isn't no. she like the ruler of the country now? Isn't that how it works? Technically, the yes. lady of the lake has thrown a, a, a sword at you. So, and the girl's on. name yeah. is Saga. If she doesn't grow up to save okay. the world, I'm going to be disappointed. Okay. Barry. She's the new She-Ra right there. No now, pressure, Saga. The but, reason uh, I on. mentioned Plum Fund is because <clears throat> uh, she has given the sword to Swedish authorities to have it preserved so that it can be displayed at a museum for all Swedes and indeed visitors from around the world to enjoy and learn from. So, uh, we think it would be an incredible gift from the world to Saga, who inspired so many with a positively inspiring story, uh, to have a, um, a professionally made replica of the sword made. So, Ooh. they're raising 10 grand for that. 
I don't know who's gonna. Okay. I don't know what this sword requires that it has to cost ten grand, but it is currently at nine thousand eight hundred thirty-seven dollars. So, so yeah, Sweet. Saga's gonna Saga's Girl gets gonna get her sword. I fucking nice. love that story. Nice. Okay, next, uh, Devil May Cry Five Ultra Limited Edition comes with Dante's coat and costs eight thousand dollars. No, and if you if you've seen a <laughs> no, picture thanks. of the coat, oh my god, it's an ugly coat. Yeah, I think it, <laughs> it, it looks like. A bunch of different fabrics. Yeah, just and it's together. like this weird red and giant panels that really don't need yeah. to exist, so that your junk is always exposed or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. had high. And won, it comes in blue with a ripped off sleeve. Thing. Had I won the one point six billion dollar Mega Millions, maybe, but no. yeah. But the thing is, if even then, that'd be like the impulse purchase. You'd be as like, an American, ah, if you won the one point yeah. six billion, wouldn't it actually only be seven hundred and fifty million? Yep. No, I'd be closer to nine hundred million. I think. You, you know what it would. You know what it would have been if I so won bad. it in Canada, or if I'd gone to the states mm-hmm. as a Canadian and bought the winning ticket and returned to Canada. One point six mm-hmm. billion, what? baby. Oh, as a Canadian, nice. I don't pay taxes on winnings in the states. Anyway, uh, Netflix's Disenchantment is getting twenty more episodes. Yay! And we Yay. haven't even seen the next the, <laughs> the fucking second half of the first season. Basically, no. Oh, uh, the first order was for twenty episodes. This is on top of the current order of twenty. Oh, so we're gonna get Basically. four seasons. Cool, yeah. cool. That's a Futurama run. Yeah, that's solid. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, well, I'll check it out. It deserves. I really it. should I watch so. the rest of that first season. I haven't got. I want to catch up. I watched two episodes. I catch up yeah. on um, Big Mouth. Big Mouth's good. Um, Daredevil season three is really? not bad. I really, it's because I I turned off the Defenders halfway through. Couldn't make it through the next Jessica Jones. Did not like the Aww. next Luke Cage. This is the best it's been in See, a while. See, Luke Cage was the pinnacle, the first season of Luke Cage, and I really liked a lot about Jessica Jones, but I loved the first season of Luke Cage. It was. Yeah, it was good, until uh, Cottonmouth died. Then yeah, but then the woman good. took over, and she was awesome. It, she was awesome, and but then Cottonmouth showed up, and I wasn't a fan. Uh, g- Hey, when's Castlevania anyway on Once. Netflix? Come on, it's almost it's, it's, it's almost Halloween. I just I just rewatched oh. some of it the other day. I watched that one where he uh, he whips out the priest's eye. Remember that one? Oh, that was yes. Good. <laughs> um, okay, <clears throat> Guillermo del Toro teams with Netflix for a stop motion Pinocchio movie. Yay! Yeah. Now apparently yeah. this has been one of his dream projects for like his whole life. Yeah. No, I I love that the art yes, exists for that, and I want to see this movie. I also want to see the Goon movie, but that's never going to happen. Um, Bethesda Bethesda put out a huge statement this week about Fallout 76. Yeah. I feel so utterly, utterly vindicated. Well, okay. Um, The the, the gist of the statement was uh, there's going to be some, quote, spectacular bugs. And you can really (laughs) expect it not, I guess, to run very well. <laughs> I yeah, I mean that is nice, um, and there there is something kind of like earnest, and like oh, these are our friends trying something new. I want to see them do well, even though none of us asked them for this. Um, yeah, no, none of us asked them for this. I, I did watch a Eurogamer video today about playing it, trying to play it single player. And ah uh, no, no, like a, oh, as a, as God. a single player it's like, game, wait, it's wait, not wait. a very good yeah. followed game. No, and like Kotaku was talking about, like when there's people around, they're kind of annoying. When they're gone, it's it's yeah. lonely. Yeah, and that's that's yeah. terrible. So it's like real life yeah. at that point, then. Yeah, there's just <laughs> it, it's what I said. Like, wait, there's no NPCs. There's just robots. That's boring. And that's what like basically two pages of Kotaku said. It's boring. That's yeah, that's just too bad. 
No. Uh, nope. Nope. I'm just gonna play Fallout Four again, maybe. <laughs> uh, no, you should. You're, you're gonna play New Vegas again. Let's be honest. I want to. I, it deserves it. I want <laughs> to play it all the way. Wasn't there a thing I was reading the other day time. that a massive New Vegas mod just got released? Not released. They're working on a Fallout Four conversion. But, but no, 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 no. This thing is. It was like a massive New Vegas mod is finally finished. Massive New Vegas. Oh, like not like a recreation. It's a but like whole. A it's a whole new, new thing. Apparently. Like a game made kind of, Vegas, or it's a mod for New Vegas. Let me Google New Vegas. What's going on? Yeah. Fan, oh yeah, Fallout New Vegas fans spend seven years creating massive new California mod. That's right. Holy crap! I figured you'd be into that. Ah. I know you I would will. be, but it's so old and it's so ugly, and there's only so much mods can do. Yeah, you, we we Still both know you're going to look into <laughs> this. Okay, I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried to get my mo- see like the reason why I gave up is I couldn't get my radio mods to work again, and that was that really took a line uh, out of it. Facebook me. reportedly cancels its next generation Oculus Rift two headset for PC as the co-founder leaves the company. Yep. Yeah, I mean we've been hearing too much about that- VR lately. It's really taken over the market. It's been that dead and three D TVs yep. right there. Oh, but these TVs have curves. No, the, you know the guy in my office who's Actually, huge TVs on horror cool. movies? He's got one of those curved TVs. Punch him in the face. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Overwatch uh, has revealed a first wave of Lego figures, or Lego sets. There is, hang on, there's a Watchpoint Gibraltar with Farah and Mercy. There is um, a, a Reinhardt and Diva, and the Reinhardt and Diva aren't minifigs. They are like, like Diva's mech is like a, you know, a set, and Reinhardt himself is a set. There's a Transforming Bastion that is a set. There's a Hanamura with Hanzo and Genji and a nameless Yakuza thug that they can beat up. There's, um, there's the Dorado payload and the Arch. Just the fucking Dorado Arch uh, with Reaper and McCree. And I saw one on that uh, was also on Gibraltar with uh, Widow and uh, Tracer. Yeah. And s- Neat. Oh, so there is a Tracer. Yeah. I was going to say, so Lego hates Tracer yeah. too, just like Blizzard hates yeah, Tracer. Yeah, I, I guess. Zen no, but weirdly enough, two of the sets include Reaper. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. weird. Well, they know where they're, they're bur- oh, yeah. red's butter. Uh, and actually, here's the yeah. headline. It's happening. Followed New California, a huge New Vegas mod now is now available for download. Uh, yeah. Brilliant genealogical platformer Rogue Legacy launches on Switch next month. That's Man, a good fit I for Switch. I've been a long time. Neither have I, but it's a good fit for it Switch. It is, yeah. but I don't think I'm going to get it. Like, it, it, was, yeah. it was really good, though. I, I, don't really think you, I don't think you need to play that no, game again. No, but it was really good. I think it was good enough if, the first time. Yeah. Again, the art was just a little too bland oh. for me. Yeah. I liked the play, though. Yeah. The, the play of it felt really good. Yeah. yeah. It was good. I liked how like, you had those like weird like you know like phone yeah, swords. Yeah, and um, <laughs> yeah, and like so, so listener, if you haven't played Rogue Legacy, definitely check it out. It's it's an I absolute. It, it is a modern yeah. classic. Um, uh, Sega is uh, the Sega Nintendo are in talk. Okay, <clears throat> according to a recent interview from Famitsu, Sega's Naoki Hori stated that the Nintendo Switch was close to successfully running Dreamcast titles via emulation. So, what Dreamcast? That's game the do first thing play? that pop. Skies came to of Arcadia. Yeah, okay, but skies, skies of Arcadia. All right, I, people keep bringing that no, up. No, but okay, but that's like fucking going back and playing Final Fantasy VII now. If you'd never played it before, you'd fucking hate that game. I love nine. I love nine to death. I I play that like once every two years. Still. Yeah, yeah, like last You're year. Oh, weird. 
Yeah. I bet you Skies of Arcadia. No, I'm kidding. Never mind. It's not going to hold up well. <laughs> you don't think so? Probably not. the The combat in that game was actually pretty slow. And there's a lot of it. Uh, Grandia Two would be a good one for an old Dreamcast you actually, game. You actually had a fucking Dreamcast, didn't you? I loved my Dreamcast. Oh, it's too. The bad. Dreamcast was a great system for a year and a half. Yep. Yeah. Um, Sony put out a bunch of statements this week about the name change thing coming in 2019. (laughs) Here's the important bit. Important information before changing your online ID. Not all games and applications for PS4, PS3, PSV, and other PlayStation systems support the online ID change feature. If you change your online (laughs) ID, you may lose access to content, including paid-for content, that you have acquired for your games, including content like add-ons and virtual currency. You may lose your... You may lose your progress within games, including game save data, leaderboard data, and progress towards trophies. Parts of your games and applications might not function properly, both online and offline. Your your previous online IDs may remain visible to you and other players in some places. (laughs) Uh, So they figured it out, but they didn't really figure it out, did they? They couldn't yeah, figure it yeah. out because they didn't they didn't create a unique identifier behind the name. The name is the unique identifier. Which is so stupid. It's Sony. Okay, I don't know why I'm expecting Maybe this will help him appreciate what legal minefield we're working with here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so do you remember Warhawk for PS3? No. I remember Warhawk for PS2. Warhawk PS- no, it was PS3. Is that like a mech thing? No, it was that flying Warhawk was PS2, that like that like helicopter plane thing, no, right? We're talking no, about we're talking, Well, okay, there were helicopter planes things. That was PS3. Warhawk PS No, Warhawk no. PS3 was one of the first multiplayer only games. It was a launch title for PS3. Yes, but it was a remake well, of the I PS2. Well, I never fucking game. played that. Anyway, the PS3 version of Warhawk. Okay. Um, Sony announced that its servers will actually be shutting down tomorrow, October 25th. Now, weirdly huh. enough, the back of the box says they have to give they will give ninety days notice before they do that. There's been no explanation for why they're doing it now. But what blows my mind is <laughs> apparently breaking news: the servers were still live for fucking Warhawk. I remember them wow. saying, <laughs> I remember them <laughs> saying they, they were going to shut it down like five years ago, and there being a fan uprising about yeah. it. But the fact that fuck, it's been like ten years. It's been eleven years. Eleven shut- years. It came out in two thousand seven. Jeez, well, like haven't they already shut down the servers for? Demon's uh, I think. But I would not be surprised. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't. I yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. Yeah, no, I think yeah. I believe that is true. Oh, I was I was wrong. The original Warhawk was not there PS2. It was PS1. Oh. Wow. Um, individual matches will still be playable on PS3 set to LAN mode on local networks, but that'll be it. I mean, oh. that's something. If you still want to play that um, game, actually, okay, a bunch. They shut down Halo too. Halo too. Um, a bunch of uh, balance changes are now live on Overwatch PTR. Um, Mercy is getting a buff. The ultimate cost of Valkyrie is being reduced by fifteen percent, and during Valkyrie, her healing per second will be increased from fifty to sixty. I think this is the exact opposite of what they should be doing with Mercy. That this is, that's a theme for all the changes that I've heard you talk about. For well, the last Mercy's six months. Mercy's problem, um, I don't think, is that she puts up too much healing over the course of a match. Right now, Mercy's problem is if my Reinhardt is being healed by an Anna or a Moira, and your Reinhardt is being healed by Mercy, your Reinhardt is going to die. The Mercy's Reinhardt is going to die. She just can't heal. She doesn't heal much more than a Lucio who's amping it up. Like, it's um, it's just not enough compared to what Anna and Moira can do. Um, I think what they need to do is get the fuck rid of Valkyrie, give her an interesting ultimate instead, and give her a reasonable heal per second. Um, 
so yeah, she's getting a buff. I'm not, don't think it's a great buff. Reaper, the spread randomness on his shotguns is being reduced by 50%, and the lifesteal that he does when he deals damage to enemies is being increased by from 20 to 30%. Um... I don't think anyone really hmm. thought that Reaper needed a buff, and if he did need a buff, I'm not sure this is it, but there you go. Roadhog uh, is getting a bunch of changes. Um, when he hooks a target, he'll pull it in a little bit faster. Uh, apparently, as he as the hook lands, it will greatly reduce the target's momentum, so if you hook a guy as he goes around a corner, he'll just stop going around that corner and you'll reel him in. Uh, the cooldown now begins as soon as it hits the guy instead of um, after you reel him in. Uh, the spread pattern on the scrap gun has been adjusted just like Reaper shotgun, so it's less random. It should be more consistent in how you land your shots. Um, the knockback velocity of his ultimate has been increased, so he's going to toss people further with his ult. Um, that's it for him. Oh, and Symmetra's beam, uh, it charges up faster. 20% faster. So a bunch of little changes. I don't think any, aside from Roadhog, I don't think anyone was really looking for any of those, really. So why why all the song and dance? Why all the tiny little weird buffs? Um, for Reaper, I don't um, for Reaper I don't really understand. Sim is probably frankly a mistake uh, because mm. for for the low level players, her adjustment has done kind of done the trick of meaning that she's not um, she's not kind of a feast or famine I win button. Because time was once you got a Symmetra and she got her shield gen up, it was going to be really hard to get in and deal with that team. Now, if the Symmetra really knows what she's doing and her team is coordinating with her, she's very dangerous. If her team isn't coordinating with her, she's not that dangerous. Um, but if she's like fucking Siegel or Calvin or uh, mm. um, you know any one of these top 500 players who really knows what they're doing with tracking, she will wreck shit. And this will make it easier for those guys to wreck shit with her. Um, yeah, sure. the... So it's just like they, they know these weird situations that want to stop happening, but they have to do all this. They have to bend over um, backwards. It changes these tiny little digits that will keep these weird situations from popping up in professional play. I think so. I think so. But but even then, some of yeah. some of the changes, like the Reaper change, well, I can't remember the last time I saw Reaper in a pro match. Maybe that's it. Maybe, you know, no one can remember ever seeing Reaper in a pro match. I don't remember ever seeing Symmetra in a pro match. To trying to shake up yeah, the meta. Yeah, that, yeah. That could be it. So it can't be that useless. Is it just not uh, as who fun? Who are we talking about? But Reaper, why are they not um, using them professionally? It's because uh, if you're playing Soldier or Widow or Genji and there's a problem up there or 50 yards that way, most DPS characters have some way to answer it or deal with it. Reaper can slowly teleport over there and get shot in the head. Like, that's the best he can do. <laughs> yeah, uh, Reaper yeah, yeah. can't uh, quickly react to something. Um, he's he's good for kind of rolling with a death ball, or he's good for ambushing people as they approach, but he's he's not very flexible. He really needs a lot of support. Hmm. He needs a Lucio okay. speed buffing him around. Um, Trine 4, the Nightmare Prince, has been announced for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. It'll come in 2019. Trine 4? I know, isn't it amazing that you keep making these games? I've never heard of, like, Trine is a big hit. Wait, Trine? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I thought that died, Wait, like, The last one ago. was... A... I saw there was yeah. a third one, but yeah. I never... I think I've gotten them all for free one yeah. way or another on either PSN or something else. That's the thing with Knight, um, right? That's one of them, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Physics-based yeah, physics stuff. Yeah. Knight yeah. and the Wizard and the Thief. Yeah. Thief, and, yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah, they were, they were never that bad. They weren't bad. Didn't three go full three D? Because one and two were side scrolling. Uh, I don't recall three being full three D. I don't even know. I, I 
I don't like, I remember reading like a review for three about someone who loved the first two games. It was like, this is where we're leaving it? Really? This is awful. I'm like, man, this guy is heartbroken. <laughs> Speaking oh yeah, I told you guys about that. Oh, and that's that's actually the last one because the next one is that Kotaku article about Assassin's Creed not being enough of an RPG. Yeah. All right. And I believe we already covered that. Yeah, so that was well, here, let me, let me. So Fallout done. Fallout seventy six is officially off of everybody's list. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's actually like it's actually kind mod. of a relief. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 okay with that not being on something I need to play for the rest of the year. Yeah, no, that's that's all right. There's there's already oh, enough. There's already enough. I didn't talk about the Spider-Man DLC. What about the Spider-Man? Oh, did I you like three hours of it last night. Black. Uh, yeah, I do. But but I the complaints that I'm reading about it in kind of the reviews and articles today are accurate. Um. What's great mm-hmm. about this DLC is, first of all, the story is really cool, and uh, nice. it's not really cool in like a, a crazy comic book really cool. It's really cool in a I love these characters and how this is pushing their buttons and what it's doing to them. And specifically, there is a, like a, a triangle forming between uh, Peter and MJ and uh, Black Cat. And because in this universe, Black Cat and Peter did date once. And... Uh, and at this point in the story, Peter and Mary Jane are back together, or at least they kissed, and I'm pretty sure they've moved in together, but there are, like, um, there's no, I think there was one cutscene of Peter actually talking to Mary Jane while he's in costume, and every other cutscene has been Peter with, uh, Peter with Black Cat. And so this is definitely one of those things where a lot of the anxiety of this, of what's going on here would be solved if these people could just like sit down and have a conversation, but it's not annoyingly so. It's just, it's just, I, I love the way Peter can't do fucking anything right in terms of his social life. <laughs> like, <he's, Yeah>. he, <laughs> Who could possibly yeah, he, relate he really to that? really is kind of hopeless in that regard. Um and uh, and there are times when you just kind of wish that he would be a bit more honest, but uh, but I, I love what it's doing with the story, um, the char- how they're. I'm not familiar with the character of Black Cat from the comics, so I don't know if she really is just kind of like this, you know, sexy cat suit wearing girl who really, it's yeah, cat really, woman, who really plays yeah. up her sexuality just for the sake of fucking with Peter. Um, but that's what she's doing. And, um, and I, I don't mind her because usually when they talk, she does actually come across as someone who knows him. And she does, she does come across as a pretty intelligent, capable person. And you really know that she is just fucking with him. Like if this whole thing isn't some bullshit manipulation by black, by a black cat, I will be very surprised. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm a hundred percent sure that she is playing him and he's just falling for it. Um, the actual action is only disappointing in that it's uh, it's the same shit you've been doing all game. Uh, you're fighting reskins of the same enemies. They said there would be a whole new enemy faction. Yeah, it's a new enemy faction in that they yeah, got in new that hats. they're you know they're they're, they're <laughs> yeah they're different, they're different character yeah. models, but they have the same abilities, the same behaviors as the enemies you've been fighting. Uh, you fought for the entire campaign. They do do kind of a new side mission, uh, a random crime. There's a new type of random crime um, that's not bad. But uh, one thing that was cool was there was a story mission where I had to go to this museum because someone was going to steal something from this museum. Turns out this museum is fucking infested with this new uh, mafia faction. 
And so uh, I can crawl around and kind of take them up quietly. But at some point, once you've taken out enough guys, they realize that something's up and they decide, we're just going to grab everything we can to get the fuck out of here. So the museum is a huge indoor space. And every now and again, as you're fighting all these guys, like you'll be in the middle of a brawl and then a green exclamation point will pop up on one side of your screen. That's someone, that's one of these thugs who's got a piece of art and you have to stop him before he gets to the entrance. And the closer he gets to the entrance, the exclamation point icon will change color until it's red. He's almost there. And so like you're, you're beating the crap out of this guy and then you like do a backflip over this other guy, swing across the room, switch to your, your impact web and just wham, web this guy into a wall. Turn around and keep on beating up guys. Oh, this guy fires a missile at me i'll grab that out of the air throw this into the other guy who's almost at the entrance bonk like it's it was kind of fun like that kind of change to the mechanics was really cool um there's another quote challenge uh, mission type which i'm really pleased about because in the core game there were challenge missions for this guy whose name i don't even know but he's definitely a villain of some kind and uh and he wanted peter to you know chase after bombs or defuse bombs or you know whatever uh you know didn't yeah, in the combat sequence. No. <laughs> and um and you, these these missions are important because if you beat if you beat the lowest kind of score uh you know you get gold you get you get bronze on it for example um you get one challenge coin. If you beat silver, you get the bronze challenge coin and two more so you get three. And if you beat it if you beat the top score that they want you to get and to get that to get the top score for, for example, a combat challenge, you can never be hit. The reason that's important is because getting hit resets your combo. That was my absolute least favorite part well, of God of War Three, or the sorry, God of War hmm. PS. Well, I mean, and and it's yeah. uh, it never bothers you in any other aspect of the game because it never really matters. Um, but uh, but here, fuck, like, you're doing so well. You've done some crazy stylish shit, but you just missed time that dodge, and this guy shot you. And so that's that's really disappointing. And the reason these challenges are important is because there's certain costumes that can only be unlocked with that currency of the challenge coins. So one of the reasons I fucking love this DLC is there are different challenges with a different supervillain that still give the same challenge coins that I can use to buy suits. So I can get these last three suits, and literally all I need to do to platinum this game is buy three more suits, and then I have platinum Spider-Man. And um, but not the DLC because the DLC has its own trophies, um, doesn't it? I'm sure it does, but uh, the uh, the the suits that you unlock through the DLC don't have any purchase price. Count towards yeah, they don't have any purchase price, and they certainly don't oh, count okay. towards the platinum for the core game. Um, so yeah, that's what's okay. going to make it easier for me to platinum the game. But really what it is, is it's more of the same, and it's more of the same of what I would consider to be the funnest game I've probably played in this year. So it's a good thing. It's All like right. a meal you could eat yeah. every day, or yeah. maybe like and, every week. And once we're done recording, I'm going to keep on fucking playing it. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Nice. All right. Speaking of which, I think we're about done. I think so. I think I think an hour and 45 minutes is a really healthy episode. Yeah, yeah so that, was a, that was a good one. Today is Wednesday. It is. Tomorrow is mm-hmm. Thursday. It is. And then on Friday, something, something happens. happens. I have no idea yeah. what you're talking something about. Something important Because Red Dead happens. Redemption comes out on Thursday at 9. Mm, true. We'll see. Does we'll... it come out Thursday night or In Canada, Canada Thursday, Thursday night, night at least? It depends uh, on time zones and whatnot. I'll, I'll be checking Thursday night to see when it unlocks. Because mine's already yeah. down. Oh, you got it digitally? Wait for it to be like, you can play it now. 
Yeah, I bought a digital. Well, I can't. I can't imagine it would unlock earlier for me than it would for you. It'll probably be available yeah. 9 p.m. on Thursday. Yeah. So, oh, sweet. Mm. All right. Well, and next week, all three of us will be sporting nice cowboy accents, mm-hmm. talking about doggies and Wrestling. something. Right. Yeah, I don't care way too much about hats. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Need to get a cowboy. God, I love those hats. Those people knew how to dress then. Now it's just so plain. I, I love a hat and waistcoat. I just really do. Duster. I love a good duster. I should watch Tombstone. Mm-hmm. That's what I should do. I should watch should. Tombstone. Or uh, I want to watch. Forgiven. Um, not Red Dead. Oh God. Um, uh, oh, shoot, Deadwood again. But I, it's it's one of those shows I can't finish because everyone just hates the end, and I just I, I can't. I don't do understand it. how you can make an entire show about erectile dysfunction. You can. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Actually, boom, boom. that's a huge plot. That's one of the worst scenes in the history of of, of television. Involves uh, a kidney stone being passed. Uh, it is. Uh, oh, dude. It is so much worse than that. I don't know why. Um, <sighs> the guy didn't win an Emmy for it. Oh my god. Um, ah oh, man, it was the villain in Kung Fu Panda. In yeah, exchange. It lo- is in so much furious pain in that in that in that I don't, ten minutes. No, scene. no, we're done. I'm not thinking that. about passing kidney Man, stones. That's Deadwood it. is a masterpiece. That's it. All right, we're done. <laughs> Cowboy games in two days. Alex, thank you for yeah. being here. Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure. We will see you all in a week. Oh.